0: welcome to logos today i am inviting the editor of modern warrior health back for a further discussion with an exceptional focus on the kind of relationship between our primal instincts and the incorporation in our modern lifestyle and maybe you could give a brief background of what you're personally doing um that would be really interesting i guess in to kind of tap into this
1: yeah hey guys great to be back um of course so i've started with krav maga i don't know if you've heard about it the self-defense art from israel and um like it, it was purely for self defense that's why i started with it but uh, i found out over time it's not really it doesn't feel real because you the other person doesn't really defend defend themselves it's like you just go through the motions and it's, it's not the real deal so then i i've changed to uh, brazilian jiu jitsu it's kind of it's like a grappling based martial art so you don't you don't strike you don't punch you don't kick it's just um, get your opponent to the ground, and then on the ground you can hold him there or finish him with like an armbar or a triangle choke, any submission that you you can apply. And then I also expanded to to kickboxing, um, because uh, I wanted to have the whole like I want to develop every area, like the grappling style and the striking and kicking style, and now I i also do mma like the the combination of both and it's funny because when i started with mma i just thought okay i just have to put my kickboxing and my wrestling brazilian jiu-jitsu together but it's a whole different story when you can punch and like clinch and submit the same time yeah that's that's my my background basically
0: okay so and you've uh, if I understand correctly, basically made this transition because it didn't feel like it was what you wanted.
1: Uh, you mean the the craft maga? Yeah. Yeah, craft maga is uh, is great if you ha- if you use it like an add-on. So, uh, from my own point of view, if you want to learn to, or if you want to have the feeling you can defend yourself i would suggest um do some kind of uh, strength training or some like physical activity like sprinting um so you get some strength and some explosiveness some muscle mass on your body it already makes you feel like more safe in a primal sense because you it, it if you have a lot of muscle on yourself you just feel more safe like i can i can tell for myself when i was like I'm uh, 186, 187, that's like six foot two, roughly, and uh, when I had uh, just like 70 kilograms on my body, uh, now I'm like uh, around 95 kilograms, so I feel a lot, I feel different, it's just a different feeling, and um, yeah, so the Kraft Maga is good as an add-on, but if uh, from my standpoint if you want the feeling of being able to defend yourself you have to get your hands dirty so you have to do some light sparring with some friends or in a club so you have to get punched in the face and you have to punch someone in the face to get that feeling for the distance for angles for your movement you're just like krav maga is, is like it's i i don't know if you can pull it off in a real fight because you, you're not used to getting punched with full force in the head if you, if you've never experienced it before.
0: Sure. So then the basic aim with this is to be able to defend yourself. One could easily advocate for, uh, the idea, well, this used to be useful when physical strength and, um, well-being dangerous was really important. But uh, nowadays, we are kind of measuring capability differently. Um, so why would you think is this still so intriguing?
1: Um, you mean um, being able to like, what do you mean exactly? Like if you well, see you, someone in you, you think they could.
0: You wouldn't think that uh, it's that important to be able to defend yourself in different positions. And of course, even given the situation of being um, in danger, the progress of uh, other defense weapons has evolved so far. Um, And it seems like if the, the goal of kind of these physical capabilities was solely to be able to defend yourself um, that would be a bit of a lot of engagement. So yeah, the, it, the question I would be what you, why, you, why you yeah why you actually want to do this.
1: Yeah, I think it depends. That uh, it depends on why you want to start it. Like everyone, I think there are a few like reasons why people get into martial arts. Uh, I think some major reasons are like uh, self-confidence and the feeling of being ag- able to defend yourself. I think some people, um, some people they just like um, punching and getting punched. Uh, that's the feeling I have. Uh, I've met some people like that before. It, uh, like it's a different kind. Yeah. If you fight with them, they want to fight. So you yeah. have to be more, more uh, focused um, than some. Yeah, there are a lot of people in, like I'm one of them. I, I don't want to fight, and that's ironically why I train, because it, um, I think people can sense it. Like, if, if you walk around and you know you can handle yourself, but um, you hmm. you try not to get an, an altercation, people will stay away from you. As well, if you're tall and have a, a, like broad shoulders and big arms, uh, it, it already helps as well.
0: Sure, um, of course, as well as posture. When you assume yeah, to be yeah. um, a kind of rather extroverted person than uh, yeah, not taking up so much space, and with the aspect of trying to um, actually engage in fights, I believe most of the rather basic um, martial arts are really based on the premise of you should be able to defend yourself so you don't have to mm-hmm. yeah that's so, uh, <laughs> do
1: you have something to add
0: oh no, sure go ahead
1: um that's that's also why i like the the combination like the mixed martial arts because you if you can strike and you can grapple. Like, let's say uh, it's your one of your friends is drunk, and he, he he gets aggressive. You don't want to punch him and maybe knock some of his teeth out or uh, hurt him. so if you if you're able to just like restrain him without hurting him, that's it's good to have um different tools so you can uh, adjust to the situation. If you get like, let's say you walk down the street at at night and some guy jumps you it's better you, you can just punch him <laughs> and try to, to get him away from you and then maybe run or if you can't then get him to the ground and hold him there or knock him out. So if you have like, uh, the more tools you have, the more you can adjust to different different kinds of situations and um, you can use the right tool for it.
0: Yeah, that's um, very interesting Being being able to have a sense of safety in kind of all situations. And I've seen that this is mostly the basic goal of, um, yeah, these endeavors to to have this not only in a single way so you can engage in championships and seem like you're successful in one area, but to be able to really master your own body in multiple senses. And now this not only is important for certain individuals, like um, there's kind of, I believe, a stereotype, of course, of this being a rather male dominant thing, which would make sense due to heightened um, assertiveness and thus um, rather physical kind of aggression, of course, rather a tendency than a rule. But yeah, I would say this as well as really important for women, especially um, when they are feeling endangered, as you just mentioned, in the setting of late at night in the street, it's always very beneficial to be able to defend yourself.
1: Yeah like um I I have sparred with women before of course because we we also have them in training and um I would recommend for a woman to like carry carry some pepper spray with her or, or some kind of like an, a device that makes a loud noise um if if you know if you know some uh, stuff you I think you can even as a small woman if if you act aggressive and, you, you've trained a lot. I think you can, you can pull uh, some stuff up and you can defend yourself against a guy. But um, I'm also not going to lie that uh, a woman is always in a disadvantage uh, compared to a man. So yeah, if, if a woman, if women train, it, it's definitely going to help them because men, are, if, if you get kicked in the nuts, you don't need a lot of power. And, and the. It pushes you to the ground you can't you can't bear the pain and I've experienced that before in training and yeah if if you if you know how to throw a punch as a woman and you can aim good, go for the nuts and that's the best thing you can do. so it definitely helps. but uh, if you like a woman against a man like in the cage fight that's uh, it's it's that's a joke like it's not she's not gonna have a good chance against him. But the, yeah, well, the surprise course, moment definitely helps.
0: Yeah, of course, We're when talking on an aspect of um, simple muscle mass and uh, testosterone amount, of course, there's, there are uh, much more differences, but uh, these major components are pretty much self-evident that they uh, make the situation, but um, of course, the not only the aspect of being able to defend yourself, but as well the kind of mental, as you said, self-confidence and reliance uh, is really helpful. And I've personally experienced as well, a great philosophy behind the training that is as well being taught uh, through ceremonies and just the uh, collective Kind of group um, in the training uh, of responsibility and discipline which of course um, perhaps may even be more advantageous than the training itself
1: you, you definitely get like uh, mental benefits i think the, uh for myself one of the biggest um, parts is um, being able to handle myself under stress and in in everyday life there isn't a, a much bigger stress situation than getting punched in the face like because it, it um brings some primal fears to to the surface the the fear of getting hurt the fear of uh ironically also the fear of hurting um someone you you know well like if you train in a club you always train with the same people so um like punching someone in the face is in the beginning is also a weird feeling like
0: probably, you probably get used to it probably mm-hmm. in, in most cases probably more difficult than uh catching any damage yourself
1: it's different <laughs> it's it's a different thing um yeah. like i i would recommend um from like that that was my own journey so um I can advocate for that if you if you want to start with um like if you want to have the feeling to defend yourself but you're too afraid to uh, start with kickboxing start with some grappling based art like um, brazilian jiu-jitsu or jiu-jitsu or wrestling or uh, luta livre there are, there are some good ones like brazilian jiu-jitsu is getting a big hype right now uh And that's a really good, because you don't get punched like uh, and you can you can uh, become confident or used to the physical struggle first. And then if you if you feel like you want to have some more tools, you can uh, start, um, I recommend like boxing kickboxing I I say kickboxing is uh, great for the street, because you can you're allowed to use your knees and your legs and uh your knees are a dangerous weapon because of the mass of your leg you can knock someone out with a knee um and and you have a different kind of distance to your opponent if you if you use your legs and your knees as well so yeah I, i recommend from my own point of view i recommend start with some grappling based and then add in some kickboxing white tie boxing kind of stuff and then bring them together, do some MMA, like MMA is the most, uh, I would say is is closest to the real street fight, because you're allowed to do uh, more than in the other martial arts styles. And uh, so you get like the the closest or the realest experience to street fight.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And especially, um, and that's what that's what you just said, uh, I find really interesting the mix of having a kind of uh, humility and having to admit okay if i lose a fight there's no grounds to complain on it's totally my responsibility and i simply lost Um, and as well the the meekness of being able to as well punch another person or inflict damage, but not becoming overly aggressive. Uh, It's, I guess, this stereotype of then um, muscular and kind of powerful persons being typical in behavior of uh, abuse or damage, but I would rather say it protects them from uh, having to having kind of these occurrences that they lose control over their bodies. I myself feel that I am I can be more calm in uh, heated situations because I know I would be able to defend myself, but I do not feel the need to show that uh, this is the case. So yeah, these are definitely. Very useful as well in modern situations that don't have much to do with physical danger.
1: Yeah, like if you, if you train and you do some sparring and you punch someone in the face or you get punched and you're like it's it's not worth it if it's really you, you if you if you know you can punch hard and you can break your own fist if you punch without a glove it's not that difficult. Um like like uh, even if I have gloves on like the big um boxing gloves my my fist still hurts after training because i I punch like with my knuckles, I punch through the glove um and if I would punch without a glove full force, I would break my own fist, so um you you get more relaxed, as you said, um you get more relaxed, I think um generally people that train martial arts it's like a it's a uh, reverse. I don't think they get more aggressive. They get more calm. Like, of course, a bad person can become more uh, aggressive and uh, more evil and use it to like just just what, fuck people up. But I, I, I,
0: I, I wouldn't say they become more evil. They just become more capable. Yeah, and yeah, people people rather copy. yeah yeah sure. But but I would say people rather become less evil when they yeah. become more powerful. Like, for example, uh the tendency of rather weak men to engage in rape in opposition mm. to the kind of uh claim that toxic masculinity, which would be kind of the opposite of a weak male, um I, I would yeah, say toxic would
1: masculinity is like the the absence of masculinity because uh a real like a guy who is um, confident with himself and like in in his in his middle and is is just happy with himself. He's not gonna rape a woman because why? Like why should you do that to someone that uh, if some someone who doesn't like who doesn't get um, who struggles in life who who can't get himself on the right track. That's the kind of man who who starts to do something like that. And this is like not a not someone I look up to or I I respect and that's also not a strong person to me that does something like that so yeah I as you said like I think it makes the majority of people get better through practicing some kind of martial art
0: yeah and uh, of course this would be something that everyone is able to engage in taking this to the extreme often has kind of a religious aspect to it. And of course, not only physical force, but every kind of physical deprivation or pain is often used to show religious kind of uh, appreciation, like, for example, extended fasting, or um, in the typical Buddhist Um, scenario with really strenuous, physical, harsh and difficult engagement in this martial arts type exercises, but not really for the sense of uh, fighting, but rather just simply disciplining the body and mind.
1: That uh, like that's a big it's also a big uh, point of doing it um like if you i don't know have you trained or what uh, have you trained something or
0: well i was avid in my childhood for um judo um yeah and that's a good good one definitely but of course i bought the rather the the harmless version um and i am um, currently really curious um, to to get back into this, um, but have as well noticed in other aspects, as I just mentioned, it's not only kind of martial arts type exercise, but uh, as well training hard or cold water or difficult calisthenics type movements that really take a lot of determination of will with, I believe, um, the same mental effects that uh, I would have gotten from martial arts type exercise. Yeah,
1: especially, um, especially in sparring, like whether it's um, grappling sparring or MMA or just kickboxing sparring. If you if you get tired, you still have to keep going because otherwise the other person is gonna punch you or choke you so, um, or or bend your arm. So it forces you to go, uh, to not stop when your body's tired. Like if you if you do some sprinting and weightlifting, uh, yeah, I, I still push myself, but it's a lot easier to stop um, like with sprinting or uh, like hill sprints or burpees to stop if you can't do it anymore. But if another person is on your top and um, you get punched in the face and get punched on the body, on your rib cage. Uh, you, you're not going to stop that easily like you're going to fight more so it's easier to um, push your boundaries and and push your body because you're kind of forced to
0: and then you just even notice what you're capable of which many in their uh, complete lives don't even get to grasp because they never leave this kind of zone of things they think they are able to um but but in this setting of primal kind of uh fear or anger these kind of feelings um come to the surface
1: uh yeah um from from my own experience uh, about what you said now um i i can admit that now i couldn't admit it um before i started with um the the training is that before i've trained i uh, <laughs> i told myself like yeah i i could handle myself in a situation um but not that i really believed it because i couldn't really like as a man i always knew i wanted to be able to do to be defend myself but um i never really felt like i could and after you start training you um and you you spar with some guys that have a little bit more experience than you you're like man <laughs> i i really couldn't handled myself that well, um, as I thought I could. And then, um, then you, you're like, okay, I, I should keep training and, I uh, become better. But, uh, after you train, like for one or two years or even half a year and you look back, you're like, mm, I didn't, didn't know that much. And uh, it's, it's funny because, uh there's a, I think they've done some studies on that as well, that the, the average male, like, way, way, um, thinks ab- above his capabilities um, regarding, like, self-defense.
0: Well, uh, skills. And, and of course, everybody in this sense. I think there were, like, studies, and this is approximating, but in uh, a casual and work environment, half of the employees thought they were in the top 10th percentile of workers, which mm-hmm. is quite absurd, but it shows the the kind of self-illusion of our mm-hmm. ar- arrogance. And this of course translates to physical force as well.
1: Yeah if if you it's not a it's not a nice feeling if you start training and you get you get manhandled, and you you have to admit to yourself that you you don't know that much. um but I'd say the people who really uh wanna um learn something they they will get through that and then if you if you keep training, you learn or you you can feel that you get better and then it's a a, a funny experience is if you train like for let's say you train um Brazilian jiu jitsu and you train for half a year or one year. And then the person walks in that ha- has never trained before, and then you train with them, and you you see or you feel how good you can control them, and you you think back, wow, that was me like half a year, just half a year ago. It doesn't take that long to get some sure. some basic skills. And like, half of a course, year is, is a good time frame.
0: Yeah, and of course you you as well have the opportunity of um, extremely outworking the idea you had in your head of how good you were. And, mm-hmm. um, this of course is very gratifying because then you noticed that you actually didn't even think of how good you could become and which, which I believe translates to other aspects of your life. Uh, I've done now quite a lot of research, especially health related, um, And I've noticed the more I've learned uh, the less I actually thought I knew which is really kind of astounding but of course very helpful because it's not uh, it's not really useful to think you know something um, but never notice you're wrong so learning something new is 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 quite painful because you have to admit you were wrong but it's incredibly unbelievably useful because you can actually notice your error.
1: Like, do you you know that feeling when you um, hear about something new or you learn about something new and then you're like, man, what else is out there that I don't know yet, but I I can learn or I will find out about? It's always a really good feeling uh, when I experience it.
0: Yeah, um, well, I I would say you would have to kind of dismantle this into into multiple aspects, you have the realm of the, the things you actually know, which is within the all the things you think you know, which, Mm -hmm. of course, is far greater. But this, again, is within all the things that could possibly be thought of. And, um. In, in every topic, there can only be one truth any yes or no question can only have one specific answer which may be different, according to situations, but in, in each scenario there can only be one truth and. Um, to to think that you know everything right which we kind of are very good at to assume. Uh, mm. Of course, is is very naive, and it's. I, I think it it this 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 feeling you just mentioned stems from the opportunity this opens up, because you can notice how much you could improve your life if you just would learn a bit more. That's why definitely. Yeah. Th- that's why kind of it seems like, uh, or to me personally, I have become very um, engaged with reading and learning on different matters, because it just seems like um, I would do anything I do better if I could integrate a higher strain of thought into my hierarchy of values. So this definitely is a useful effect.
1: Well, one thing that um, I've noticed is um, regarding learning, I feel like always that the more stuff I learn, the more everything connects. Like I learn something about like nutrition and then I learn something about sport. Um, and it's not separate because if I want to get have more power output or um, be able to generate more like strength, whatever, I need to get um, I need to get my nutrition on point or at least better, um, eat better food. So if I learn something in one area, it uh, has an effect on other areas of my life. Like, let's say, um, hmm, what what could we like the breathing? If you if you practice nose breathing, like the Wim Hof method, um, you learn to breathe deeper in your belly and um, breathing through your nose calms you down. And if you do that between the the, the boxing or kickboxing sparring rounds if you take deep breaths through your nose you're gonna have more oxygen you're gonna um, calm down and you have more like more power for the next round you feel more rested and if you if, if you learn like uh, at the beginning you feel like okay that's an information for that kind of like area of my life and then the more you learn the more things connect and your uh, it affects every area of your life like even if they don't seem to have a connection at the beginning.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very powerful effect. And as well, um, things become easier because the more you have under your control, the less unconscious things you're still pondering upon. Uh, when you've not figured out what to eat or how to breathe or eat such simple, Uh, things, then you constantly have to kind of engage uh, mentally with the process of figuring it out. But if Mm. you've just kind of found something that uh, is sufficient, just sufficiently accurate in your sense of the scientific process, then you can engage in it and reap the benefits but you don't really have to constantly worry about whether it is actually accurate because you've determined it in the past.
1: Like, um, and I th- uh, I'm interested in you in your opinion on that. But one area where I've um, experienced um, the helpful effect of knowing more things is um, is with the x 3 bar because I, I've done um, like a lot of weightlifting already in my life. And um, because I found out about the x 3 Bar and read Dr. Jacob's book, um, and now I have like, it still takes discipline because it fucking hurts if you go all out with the X-Free the bands. But um, now I just need like 10, 15, 20 minutes a day and I get more muscle growth than ever before. And it really works. And so, um, it took some uh, time uh, investment to read the book. It took some money investment because it uh, really isn't that cheap. It's like five hundred dollars. and but now, because I have the knowledge and the discipline, I can do more or I can achieve more, like in terms of power um, strength and muscle growth in a short amount of time. So um, in the end, yeah, knowledge, like it's it's just like a different currency. Like you can you can trade it for money as well.
0: Well, well, I would say it's it's the actual currency. I mean money is simply well the the, the money is there to represent value. So if I want something from you, we don't have to trade with material things or information directly, but we can put something in a variable in place and then later uh, you can redeem it otherwise and so Mm -hmm. i mean we are in an age where yeah indeed we are not really that reliant on survival but rather our progress as a society and so information pretty much is the the greatest tool we have and so yeah i would say it would be greater than money in its value. And as well, of course, it has to be um, scientifically accurate. So you would need a certain understanding of how you comprehend the words that are uttered towards you. So you can value them in their their right uh, estimation. Because of course, there is far more false information than correct out there. And figuring out what is actually accurate, it's not a simple process. And uh I'm I'm as well currently really curious about um how how this can be optimized because it seems like often the kind of as we've talked about this arrogance or other financial incentives uh, step in the way of finding the truth
1: mm. like finding um, the truth uh, like let's take for example what we uh, talk about today the the martial arts um, and philosophy like um due to things like the ufc or uh, one fc or pride like The different styles like uh, people started to compete with each other they had different styles but now everyone has like similar basics so the stuff that was just like for show got weeded out and the stuff that really works in a fight um stayed like like boxing kickboxing white tie wrestling um some ground stuff and like uh things that were just like fancy looking but didn't really really work in a in a cage fight they um they just more and more disappeared so and the more people i think uh, martial arts are growing uh, worldwide that's the feeling i have i think uh, more and more people start doing it so um the truth like um in quotes the the truth of martial arts will become more and more um defined because people aren't going to train that much stuff that doesn't work um and you find out what works when someone comes at you and wants to punch you. And if you if you have trained stuff that doesn't work, you, you you're gonna find out. So that's yeah, like sure. um yeah.
0: That's the, that's the proof. Uh, like you know it's good. it's great you bring this up. Uh as kind of precisely the the kind of natural selection mechanism working yeah. behind all of this. So uh in but the that's the a
1: free market applied <laughs> yeah, to, to martial uh, arts, yeah.
0: I'm uh, looking forward to speak to actual a current uh, politician in the US heavily advocating for libertarianism and it's it's really interesting to me because. uh, How how we're naturally inclined to select the highest good in favor Mm. of of anything else, and of course. We're, we have some corruption, so I, if I have the wrong values, then my selection will not be good. but in, in the case of for example martial arts it's very clear you have a very specific goal of winning and a very specific sec, um, a very specific setting that you have to win in so mm-hmm. the, the kind of the strategy is not at all complicated it's simply the selection of correct mechanisms applied to your own body you have to train and and that's that's a great example because it's very straightforward but of course in in the whole kind of scene of society that's uh, becomes far more complex because we have to figure out much more in issues and it's it doesn't really um, become as obvious when something is going wrong, because it's it's easier to cover it up with something that seems more interesting.
1: Yeah, or or some like some fake studies or not fake studies, but biased studies, and yeah, but uh, the the free market, like um, over time, only the the best stuff and also the best priced uh stuff will prevail and that's uh that's good like um yeah that's that's um, yeah the martial arts um, situation right now shows it really good um the but i also think there is uh, still some helpful stuff in uh, older martial arts like kung fu or um uh, different styles of of uh, karate or uh, Wing Wing Chun, um, because um, they have some different approaches. They don't have the approach of um, fighting like uh, in a sense of using the sword, but um, more in sharpening your sword. So uh, let's take uh, Wing Wing Chun for example. You you do a lot of um, stuff in Wing Chun that just um develops your your feeling the feeling in your hands and your forearms and um, the feeling for uh the, the body of another person and if you like it's not fighting you, you just like um you touch the other person and you follow their hand and you just feel where they go and um so it's not it's not fighting but it helps you in if you if you if you have to fight it helps you because you you can react um, better to what the other person does. You can feel their body moving. So there's still a lot of good stuff in, let's say traditional martial arts that I think um, people also uh, rediscover now.
0: Oh yeah, of course. And the, the human body, is it's of course, it hasn't majorly changed since forever. And so we had a lot of time to figure out uh, how we can optimally conduct ourselves in a sense of fighting or just, uh, yeah, simply moving efficiently. And we've, we've had, a yeah, we figured it out. So it, it kind of, of course, as well, takes some, um, acceptance of this tradition, so you don't just neglect anything. People have done before you and mm. say uh, that's would be the same kind of attitude as before with uh i know what i'm doing and i don't need this help but uh that would be quite foolish to do
1: yeah and, and uh, be, uh because you you mentioned you've mentioned it earlier um not the fighting aspect of a martial art but the mental aspect um in like let's say you do this um exercise i've just um, explained with the feeling of the other body it's uh also um your body is made to move so you you're moving your body it, it feels good you you keep fit but also it's like a medi meditating exercise because you you close your eyes and you just focus on the feeling of your hand and of the other person's hand so um it it, um, it calms you it uh, calms you down it's the same with rope skipping you can't um, be distracted when you do rope skipping because um otherwise you are gonna like catch the rope so there's a lot of um, mental stuff like uh, i'd say if as long as um you don't really have to do like if you don't want to fight then don't fight them. Um, if you do some uh, like karate or wing chun it, it's already gonna help you as well with your mental like um, her mental health and mental development.
0: Yeah, and of course, this this not everyone is bound to engage in this, but simply becoming stronger through any kind of constraint. Uh, you mentioned before the the difficulty of, uh, for example, training to failure, and this would be really useful for pretty much anyone. I mean we we are meant to not uh, just simply let ourselves go, but experience these kind of stresses. and yeah, of course it's it's kind of a small amount of inflammation, but it's it's the oxidative stress that's meant to make you stronger. And so um, it pr- um, performs this on many different aspects. So not only the physical parts of your world become easier, but simply, pretty much anything, and you you get the kind of perspective that you've mentioned because when you you're punched, nothing else really matters. Or when you <laughs> yeah, when you like of course ever. yeah, or or when you have to focus on skipping ropes or whatever, and that's that's very helpful uh, for people that don't don't inherently value themselves because then you Mm. have something to do there's a Mm. purpose for your existence and this i don't think there's anything that can calm you down more because you can't think of anything else when you are engaged so deeply
1: yeah it's a big stress factor i can i can can tell you that like um also one thing um uh, um I really like about the martial arts is um, I've done a lot of different sports in my life already. I've done um, swimming, handball, uh, volleyball, tennis, um, ping pong. Uh, what else like, like riding bicycle like in uh, my free time, um, basketball. Yeah, I've done I've done a lot of different things, and um, I think in in martial arts you can put your you can express your personality in your style the most. Like if let's say you you play beach volleyball, like there's a, um, there's not really a different style in how you're gonna um, <laughs> punch the ball or, or how you're gonna pitch it. But in if you do boxing, kickboxing, or grappling, you can you can express yourself more in in the way you like. People like I used to think that when I didn't didn't train myself and when I didn't know a lot about um, boxing, kickboxing. Like um, on TV, it just looked like two people um, punching each other. Like, but now I um, now I, I see everyone has their own style. Everyone has their own techniques and tactics. Like how they approach a fight. How they like some people they they go all in. They go aggressive. Other people are more counter fighters. Like I'm more a counter fighter because I have long arms, so it makes sense as well. Because the other person has usually has to come in in my space to attack me because they have a shorter range. Um, but it's also like, um, some in training, some people, they get aggressive if you, um, and they just lose their cool. And then you can kind of play with it. Other people, you, you can't really get them out of their, um, um, let's say out of their control. So it's harder to manipulate them with, um, um, like punching them at the, on a certain spot all the time. Like they're gonna gonna um, see what you want to do um, easier. But uh, an aggressive fighter is also dangerous because he's just gonna like go all in and not really worry about being punched himself. So it's you, you really can express um, your own personality and your style uh, more than in other sports, uh, I'd say. And also you can um, find out a lot about yourself while being in those stressful situations.
0: Well, great. That was uh, very, very interesting. I believe that's a good note to end this on.